Hey, welcome to the 8 a.m. Coffee Podcast. It's Monday, but it does not feel like Monday to me. It feels like every day. <laughs> hey, my name's Asher. I'm the host, and that's Paul, and I guess that makes him my co-host. And we have a special guest. This is an old, old friend of mine. Not not that you are old, by the way. I'm very old. I'm very old. <laughs> Born at a young age, this is Taylor from Golden Rose Coffee. How are you doing? Good. Good morning. So we were discussing, or more, I texted Paul and said, I'm going to start doing this. We want to start asking people, <laughs> how do you take your coffee? Mm, I am black. Black. Straight. Just straight black coffee. Yeah. 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 Now, that, uh, now that I am exposed to so many different roasts all the time, I the, the best way to like see all the differences between them is to just have them straight yeah yeah so it makes yeah. sense black coffee. black coffee all the way what yeah. about you it's it's same for me i i'm guessing that's same for you paul it depends on the day okay honestly it, i don't know it, it depends on time of day for me too and like the weather because if i am if i'm like working at a coffee shop and it's like 2 p.m and it's sunny then i kind of want something cold and I want something sweet, maybe. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little all over the place with that stuff. So, love it. Yeah. Strangely enough, if I drink cold coffee, I drink it black. Really? Always. Whoa. Always. Like a cold brew. Yeah, a cold brew or nitro or whatever y'all are smarter than I am do with coffee. So. Sure. Sure. I, I don't think I'm that smart with coffee, but Taylor, I'm assuming you are. I would hope so. Um, <laughs> oh, so we're just going to, can you hear? Can, are you there? Check, check. We've had a little bit of a Skype issue today. Just, just the whole Skype MO, I think. Checking, checking. Hey, it's a Monday. It, it is a Monday. Okay. Yep. It's it's going in and out, so we're back. I hear you again. Weird. Weird. <laughs> so coffee. So like coffee on a Monday. Talking and between between uh, it going out. Right. Right. Yeah. And we're back. This we're is, back. This is like radio. We're just tuning back in. You know. Oh hey, I need to share this thing. I shared it. Let's let's do this. You say okay. you sunny it and I'll share it. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> so, I like that. That's funny. Um, I have been to Golden Roast over on the strip like twice before and it's yeah. fantastic. Um uh, I also had food there and the food was also fantastic. It was some form of like I'm I'm telling you all this to see if you can tell me what it was because it was some kind of like chicken salad sandwich but not um it made the, the curry chicken salad that was it yes when, yeah everybody loves that something like something it's, asian it's, and something not asian mm -hmm. they put so much curry powder in that that it it's it's its own thing for sure yeah. it, it morphed into something else <laughs> Yeah, it's delicious. But um, 
we were uh we were chatting over facebook maybe a couple weeks ago just about some some cool ideas that you had for golden roast and um some things that ideas that you were throwing around and things that you were thinking so um what of those like what are you the most excited about are you, uh, are you well, i think to talk about them yeah yeah i mean it's all we're we're just basically in this mode of like every other business right now trying to figure out what it's going to look like as we open back up because there's no going back at this point right. you know like things have to change permanently and we we have to adapt it in order to thrive again yeah um so me um this looks like an opportunity to um shift and uh support more local businesses because it seems like if we kind of have this um you know hive mentality where like everybody is in this together then yeah. when something like this happens again hopefully not sure, but like sure. then we're we're all supporting each other and um and that's what we've seen a lot we've seen a huge like community push and Oh no, we lost we lost your audio. She's saying that she hopes hopes it happens to continue, and then now she can you hear me? Ah, uh, shit! No, we can't hear you. I'm just I'm just saying what you're saying. That's that's all I'm I'm doing. Sorry, I don't know if you, hey, listen. While she's muted, and I can tell you something funny about my life that um my mom who is deaf actually talks like she she speaks because they. You know, well, she does. And then you can understand her completely, but yet I'll interpret for her and just say out loud what she's saying over and over again. Can you can, can you hear us? But we can't hear you. And it, unless you know sign language, we're 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 OK. But really, if you know sign language, just keep going. Okay. <laughs> also, my mom and I shut down an entire like online conference because our hands were moving so fast that it shut down the entire computer system. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was great. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but we're muting her for some reason, which is really sad because she's talking about like community supporting yeah. community and work supporting work. And right. we're just, we're just going to like kind of chat until she, until we can hear her, I guess. Check, check. Um, can you hear me? I can hear you. Me. I just can't hear her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Because um, we're kind of in the same boat right now. Like, we're starting to go back out um, starting this week. So. Yeah. Doing, doing like, a, a neighborhood thing? Yeah, a neighborhood thing that we can't advertise and tell you about. So, <laughs> you know. Perfect. We can't tell you where we're going. Can't tell you where we're going. Love it. Love it. May or may not be selling alcohol off the truck. Because... <laughs> I want to get her on because I want to talk to her about coffee. I love coffee. I know. I'm going to, Taylor, I'm going to maybe try and remove you and then invite you back and just see if that does anything. By the way, because I'm pretty sure we're still on Facebook Live just doing this, oh, right? Sure we are. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Because, like, hey, these calls get messed up and everything's not perfect, especially when you're your own production team. And by we are our own production team, I mean, you are the production team. And I just show up, as Taylor found out this morning, I show up at 
three minutes till we're supposed to be on. <laughs> I hear can you, you hear me? I hear you now. We can hear you. There you go. Two minutes. Nice. Okay. Now that I've rambled, there you go. No, that's awesome. So you're going to have alcohol. That's great. We're not we're not going to do that, but maybe we should adapt that. I, but, I like that plan. And if they tell us to stop selling it, we'll just drink. Yeah. And be fine. Sure. Better so, I mean, for forgiveness than they will. The time. <laughs> because I have to drive the truck and I can't. You know, right, right. That's that's not happening. Well, it seems like there's a lot of laxed um, alcohol restrictions, and um, so hopefully we can. There are up. no rules right now. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the wild west. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. We have been told if we have any form of ABC license whatsoever, wow, game on as long as it's in a sealed container. Really, and a container can be tape over a straw hole oh at gosh. this moment. That's it is like hilarious. a daiquiri bar in Louisiana. I am not even ashamed of arena. it. <laughs> oh, not, well, actually, we made a. Uh, well, sorry, let's talk about coffee. Let's okay. let's not talk about booze. Oh, I mean, like, yeah. I get it's five o'clock somewhere. It's eight thirteen in the morning here. That's going to be our next podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so we were talking about you and what you're doing the new normal and the sound went out again, didn't it? Did it go out? Yeah, it did. No, you can't hear us. Can, hear us. can you hear me? Oh, there we go. We're good. Yeah, We're good. yeah, there you are. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, I wish I could figure that out. Um, should I try it on my phone with that? I don't know. That would. Okay. Anyway. No, I think. No, we got you. Yeah, I think okay. we're good. Cool. Um, so I really want to start uh, like a major community support with local artists and um, makers, integrate a lot of um, local food. And like, for instance, we've started somewhat of a partnership with uh, the Lunchbox, if you're familiar with them. Great they're going to be, yes. yeah, they're, they're awesome. So they're going to be making a lot of our existing recipes and we're going to be bringing in some of uh, their most popular things. Um, and we're actually starting that today. Um, so, so that's awesome. And then I hope to continue that and like look at more baked goods, some other, some other local people. Um, we've used Best Bagels um, previously for all. And so, I mean, they've got the best bagels in town for sure. Hence the name. The name of their business. Right. Um, have you, and, have you had them, Asher? Sorry, not to cut you off. Have you, have yeah. you had them? No. Uh, they're the closest to New York City I've ever had in Oxford. So, so I just, just shout out to them. Cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, but so what we started when uh, we had our grand opening was to work with some of the, the Knoxville makers group. And uh, we had like a pop up, um, probably 10 different vendors that came and set up alongside our grand opening and I want to just continue that and have events like every weekend have like a little in-house um, market that we do um, but then have their products featured like within our shop and on our website and um, you know do like coffee subscription and possibly have some of that local stuff thrown into that and um, you know, just a lot of how can we bring in local artists and makers, whether they're musicians or crafters or whatever may be, um, make us the hub of that uh, within the community so that there's just this like 
everybody wins, everybody supported mentality. Yeah. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. When you say makers, you mean like um like retail like somebody who uh, I don't know how, exactly how to use the words that are in my head right now, but somebody who produces something and then yeah. sells it, not yeah. a like think um think not a middleman, they yeah. actually make mm-hmm. everything. Right. right. So your your soaps and candles and like uh We've got a guy, um, Tito Wilson, check, check out his stuff. He's a, a woodworker. And uh, like he's he took this tree slab out of uh, North Knoxville, who's 130 years old, and he made us a beautiful community table for our new location um, and a lot of other little pieces around the shop. Um, but he's one of that we, that we're really excited to support. Yeah, I, when I am... Um, um... I had an idea and I've never actually pulled the trigger on it. And look, let's just let's just talk about the idea that I had. Um, And it's not my original idea. I saw it somewhere and they were doing it in London and these people were trying to open a restaurant, but they were doing it seriously on a shoestring budget. They didn't have enough to whatever, but everything in their in their front of house was for sale. Including uh, the tables and the chairs and the plates and everything. And what they did is they went to makers and said, hey, listen, I can't pay you any money, but I can put a price tag on your table in our dining room. Mm-hmm. And they filled their entire dining room and they ended up selling like a table a day. That's wow. high. And all it was was it was all right, you can have it as soon as he makes us another one to replace this one. And everybody was just cool with it because they'd be like, why is this price tag on a table? Oh, the table is $400. If you want to buy it, that's cool. It's just going to take like another week and a half for you to get it. And they kept selling tables and chairs. I love it. This guy opened uh, the guy that was their their manufacturer, their maker, opened their own retail store because of it. I don't know. That's where my brain went when you said. Yeah, I'd love to throw out. I mean. I'm not willing to part with a table that Tito made for us, but um, I, yeah, this particular one, but but that's it. Like stuff like that, where I'm hoping to have more featured, like, Mm. by the way, our table was made by a local artist and he does a lot of other things. Um, And if we could integrate him into our website and more into our shop as a featured thing, then I think, um, you know, people are going to get, really excited about that and and on board um to me that that's what's most important right now is is to have that community base to have the support of local artists i i don't know that 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 group right now is is hurting the most Mm. you know there a lot of people are able to work from home and still continue with their you know their etsy's and on whatever that they're doing but like i just want that to be a, a, a part of what we're doing more and more. Yeah, that's really cool. And would that be, and I'm sorry, I haven't kept up very well. The Golden Roast location that I know of, and I feel like everyone knows of, is like out on campus, like really cool location. Parking's terrible, of course, because parking's terrible yeah. everywhere downtown. But um, uh-huh. but the, the other one is off Sutherland over here, right? It is, yeah. It's, it's in... Uh, so there's an architecture firm, Smee and Buzzmeat. Uh, they have renovated an old church, um, and we ha- we took over kind of the the lower level, the old community hall. Oh, cool. 
of the church. Uh, I forget what the original church was, but um, yeah, they're upstairs and with the beautiful like stained glass window that they preserved and they're all about like keeping the history of the building alive. And um, so we're down in the community hall, which is really appropriate. Yeah. Uh, so we're like reuniting people down there and um, it's cool to just see, you know, coffee shop is where people go and, and hang out and like have their meetings and um, get together with friends. And, and so we're kind of reinvigorating that, yeah. that concept from the original church back down into the basement there. So it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. One of, one of the ideas, um, if you're cool with me sharing it was to yeah. like have a, have a room of that location available for people to podcast because, and, and what was really cool to me about that idea is that like every business on the planet needs a podcast and a lot mm -hmm. of them have one that sounds really bad. <laughs> so it would be cool to just have a place for like local Knoxville businesses to, you know, come in for an hour and just kind of talk about like what they're doing that week and post it and have a good setup to where it all sounds good. And it's not just like right. I'm talking on my phone today and posting it because, um, scarily enough in the podcasting world, you can do that and just post whatever you want. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then maybe, yeah. it, maybe it doesn't sound <laughs> so great or you don't have someone to produce <laughs> it or something. So however, yeah. Amazon has sold out of podcast mics. I am sure. Yes. No, they are out. They are out. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. So phase two of our uh, project, because we've got this kind of front end of the, the community hall, and then it opens up into a backspace. Mm -hmm. And so what we're hoping to do with that back area is to make more of a um, kind of a work vibe where it's more quiet, kind of loungy area uh, where people can rent out the whole space to have their their meetings um and then we'll have like a separate room and like you're saying that that's what i would that was an idea that we were tossing around to kind of have things ready and available mm -hmm. for people to to try out um their hands so that they're not having to make like an initial investment on on something or they just want to go and do this you know from a place that has better equipment um and part of that would be like bringing in experts to have little meetings and cl like class type things yeah, yeah. Um, and not just for not just for podcasts but like whatever you're interested in have a regular schedule of people that like you know on friday you can come down and hear more about how to start a business mm -hmm. or um you know how to make soap or you know there's lots of different people that sell essential oils have someone come down and talk about those so oh yes there just, are yeah, there's just, you know, there's a million different people and, and so many different experts that you can bring in all yeah. the time. So I just wanted to, you know, like every day of the week have on the calendar something going on that people can come and be a part of. Sounds, sounds so nice to be around people. Yes, I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. This is like, mm. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be so nice. Have you seen all the all the memes about like the the first hug back when you get to like hug your friends again? <laughs> are you guys huggers? Ashley, are you a hugger? No. I, I mean, I for for some people, <laughs> Paul's like, yes. I definitely tolerate it because I know they're just gonna hug me anyway, and I'm like, okay, I'll I can do this. But you've learned to accept it. Sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, 
I'm a hugger for well two reasons. I um one one of my love languages is physical touch. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I like to hug. But um the second one is is because my mother uh, earlier you saw me doing sign language is deaf and mm-hmm. deaf people don't shake hands they hug. So uh-huh. it's a deaf culture thing. So mm-hmm. when they see somebody and they immediately hug them um they also if they have an initial conversation you better just get ready to be hugged back because even if you don't know them they're going to hug you before you leave and it's just it's just one of those things so and there's something comforting um about you know especially a long good hug that it it just like hey it's kind of one of those i got you things and yeah yeah it's just i'm Oh, I'm just, I'm ready to be around people. Now I will say this. I am not busting out at the gates to leave, but I am ready to be around people. Um, you know, my family has definitely enjoyed me being home. So I'm not, uh, I'm being really cautious on how excited I am, especially in front of the children about leaving because I don't want them to be like, oh, he can't wait to leave us, right, right. you know, so but yeah. but being able to come down and just honestly just listen to somebody. I, I would listen to somebody talk about essential oils <laughs> right now. And I believe in Western medicine. So. Um, you know, and, and nothing wrong with essential oils. Trust me, we, we use them and actually they work quite well from what I understand and what I've experienced. Um, but I'm not, I'm not like willing to sit and listen to them. I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of a, just let me buy them and stop selling me. Like I'll give you money just so that I can have them and we're good. So well, I think you should come do a, a, a sign language class. That would be fun. I am a horrible instructor (laughs) (laughs) because I don't understand why your hands won't do what I'm doing. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm the worst teacher ever. In fact, I had conversations the other day. I don't know. I don't know if you have children. I I don't. I do. Um, I have um, asked if there are any teachers that are willing to do private school at our house. And you tell me how much it is and I will pay you at this moment. (laughs) Um, not because I don't enjoy the children. It's more because I don't know how to teach them. Sure. Sure. And I'm amazed at Asher because he has (laughs) the skills available to actually instruct children. (laughs) I have the skills enough to, um, make them cry when I actually get them to not do common core math. Um, so. (laughs) <laughs> that's hilarious well anyways I, I i mean i just needed to give asher some props here because it actually does amaze me with his dry sarcastic human mouth noises that he makes <laughs> that, mostly just uh, noises yeah mostly just By noises some people would call it language that he can get kids that are probably buck wild nine times out of ten to sit calmly at least I believe they're calmly in my head when I imagine it. That's that's a toss-up, really. But then they learn how to play an instrument, and I'm like, how in the world do you get them to do this in an hour? I don't know. Well, so. I think, well here's the thing. Most of them are like half-hour lessons. That definitely makes it a lot easier. This isn't like mm-hmm. teaching for an eight-hour workday or anything. Um, but I think, 
like I used to really struggle with the patient side of it. And Paul, something you said was like, I totally track with that. Like when I see someone and I've told them how to do it and they're still doing it the other way. Yeah, that's definitely frustrating. But I mean, it, it just reminds me every time of like, I struggled with that one time and it, it seems to make it easier. And it is fun to be sarcastic with them as they, as they get to like age 10 and 11, they start to catch on to that stuff and then sort of like throw it back yeah. to. So, yeah. That's really so the, the little bit of a difference with sign languages is that's asking like the two of you to teach someone English. Right. There's no way. Right. Like, I mean, <laughs> like I convinced the university of Tennessee that this was my first language. Mm -hmm. Like, so anyways, sorry, golden roast. Uh, what kind of, I, I'm always interested in, um, so uh, I'm friends with the people up at Mahalo, right? Uh -huh. Like just because I'm, I had known them before they opened the store and they were talking about the size of roasting that they didn't have a big enough one. What, so I have like weird scientific like recipe questions for you and I, I hope you're okay if I go there. I hope I have the answers. Yeah. Like how much volume do you need to mm. produce one bag of coffee? Like I, when I see like a three pound bag of coffee, all I see is a three pound bag of coffee. What does it start as? Like how many, how, how much volume do you need? Um, I don't know how much the, the giant bags that come, you know, the classic like coffee bags in the, in the coffee sacks, the, like the burlap. Yeah. I'm not sure how much each one of those weighs. Um, but that's what, that's how we order them. That's how they come in and they yeah, come yeah. in from all over, you know, South America and, um, and they're doing big batches, probably like one of those at a time. Now, uh -huh. I think, I think the issue, like you're getting, one pound of coffee is going to still be about one pound of coffee. Um, and the different, the different beans and the different roasts, they'll end up changing the weight a little bit because okay. of, you know, how that process, but it's, it's pretty much that, you know, you're still getting like what that the bean size is that amount. Um, but you want to do it, the larger, the batch, the more efficient, uh, the it it's a long uh, process that takes a lot of energy and um, you're using a lot of materials. So I think that you know if you're just ro roasting a small batch of one pound of coffee, that's not sustainable business. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not meaning it in a business term. I'm. I mean, I understand that you're probably making fifty pounds or fifty yeah. or hundred pounds of coffee at a time. I'm. Is it like a one to one or like do you like because with with sauces, this is where I go with it. I'm like, all right, to make a quart of sauce, I got to start off with a gallon of product. Right. And then it reduces and things like that. And I know there's no liquid, but like, I'm always in, I have, like, when I tell you I go scientific and like so super nerdy when it comes to food, like, I want to know about the oils and mm -hmm. like, like, um, how much, um, does that play in the mouthfeel and like, like mm -hmm. the, it, are is there fat in the coffee or is it just oil? I'm Which pretty sure it's just but, oil. So oh. um, something that I learned about recently um, was like a, a natural process coffee that that we've just started to do. Um, so you know the the coffee bean comes inside the the berry and they they take it out and they 
sun dry it, and then that kind of green bean is what is used to then roast. And depending on how long you uh, roast it is what, you know, you're getting light roast, medium, dark. And so you can do the same bean in a different roast and it'll change the flavor of the bean. And then you can obviously add like flavor and different oils to it to, to bring out flavors or to add, add flavor to it. Um, but you know, we've got some that like, we've got this one, um, Yurgachev coffee that we just started doing as like a natural process. And what that means is that the, the, bean has been dried inside of the berry and then taken out rather than taken out first. Mm-hmm. And so you get so many more of like the blueberry berry flavor in the coffee because it's like absorbed all of that um, in the drying process, uh, which normally it wouldn't get as much of. And so it's just, it's so cool all the different ways that you can take one bean and totally change it um, depending on what you want to do with it, you know, and, and then like some, they figured out all the different like temperatures and, and when it's going to, what, what roast is going to be best for what bean. And it it really is like a scientific experimentation. Um, Paul, you should definitely come down. Our roaster is in Powell Mm -hmm. and, um, we, we just started a big bottling operation as well. So we've got like the roasting in the back and bottling of cold brew in the front. And it, it's just like, it's just such a noisy, cool operation to go and, and check out. I want to, I want to like go like make a swimming pool of cold brew and just get yeah. in it. Like that lady <laughs> on Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, that she like was in a bag, big batch of spaghetti to make herself happy. I think when I'm, I think when I'm old and, gray and er when that's i'm older on, and gray er oh yeah. yeah that's 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 a new bucket list item i just want to lay in a batch of cold brew and drink out of it and i'm not even denying it Amazing. it'll be gross for everyone else yeah, but it's, me oh it's gross <laughs> it's certainly gross. hey and taylor all that stuff is for sale right now right the cold brew and then yeah. the different kinds of coffee oh, yeah okay cool yeah we just started so we've adopted and we're, we're doing a, a takeout window like some of the other shops around um and so you can order online we've uh we've made our pos system part of our website so you can do that and then just come and pick it up. We also have our, our bottled cold brew that you can just purchase and have shipped to your house as well. Um, and we've got, we do a Mexico, a Bavarian chocolate, and then a, um, a dragon's breath, which is mocha and cayenne pepper. Nice. And it is excellent. If you like cayenne, it's like, it's so good. So it's got just the right amount of spice to it um, to really give you that kick. And and for the people that don't have grinders at home, um, you'll grind it for us as well. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes. we've got all the different grinding right. settings, and gotta get a grinder, man. And and we can and we can do grinder for dummies. Like I can just be like, hey, this is how I brew my coffee. Will you make it for me? How and do you'll you say, brew your yeah. coffee? Well, we. I just started doing the Chemex, so that um, which I am so disappointed in myself that I haven't done it before now, but I love it. So yeah. I love it. That Other than that, uh, what I was just going to say, that, that would, would be such a great, like weekly class. Like uh, as you've been talking about that stuff, Taylor, like here's an hour's worth of how to grind, 
how to brew in different settings and stuff. I would love that because I definitely yeah. learned some of those things and then definitely do not follow all the correct guidelines. Because with the Chemex, mm. you're supposed to like swirl, swirl it around and pour it this way. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes I just pour the water like into it. I do the zigzag. Zigzag. The zigzag. Yeah. Okay. I do around and then zigzag. Around and zigzag. Well, it's it's like the coffee that I'm using currently is so cheap and some of it is ground already. Please don't hate me. I'm just trying to be real over here that I'm like, whatever. I want coffee faster, but still through a Chemex filter so it tastes better. <laughs> so so here's the crazy thing. I do have a coffee grinder. Mm -hmm. I just don't use it for coffee. So I grind spices in it. So, so it's got... So yeah, maybe not. You coffee. should run a batch of coffee through it and see what it tastes like with all those spices added to it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> do that. Do that live on Facebook later, Paul. That'd I like the. So I one of the other reasons I like the Chemex is because it actually takes a little longer, and I actually appreciate it more. I don't know how you brew coffee, um, by the way. So I hope I'm speaking the right things but it is my life and the truth but i also get to act like i'm angry because i'm really just concentrating and i look angry so mm -hmm. the kids kind of stay away from me and they're like he hasn't had his coffee yet <laughs> and all i'm really doing is like trying to make sure i do it right <laughs> so, yes yes so, i love I, it I, I my, my dad was always like that he he was like don't speak to me until i've had my first cup of coffee like i definitely have tried to adapt i don't have like the big scary person um appearance That's and so true. my boys they're 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 not into it but i do try to be like y'all no i coffee coffee first you guys can have some just just be quiet how are they <laughs> by the way and how old are they they're three and five two boys crosby and griffin and uh they're good yeah they're they've enjoyed like you're saying they've really enjoyed having uh me home and just just getting to spend all this time. We just watched uh, the first, well, episode one of Star Wars for the first time uh, yesterday. So they're they're pretty pumped about that. And um, yeah, we've been having a good time trying to play outside and spend some quality time. You know, three and five year old boys are pretty wild. <laughs> um, yep. I was gonna say the youngest I've ever <laughs> taught was three years old. And that was a, wow. it was a drum student. And I think we did lessons for at least a few months, like three or four months. And it was like, I used to live above my parents' garage. It was like a um, studio apartment kind of set up. And his mom would just like come up there with him and sit and just like laugh at him the whole time in, in a, a good way, <laughs> not in like a, he sucks at drums or anything. <laughs> not in the way that I laugh at my children. You're welcome. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> But it was it was hilarious and wild. And then she was like, "Let's definitely keep giving it a chance." And then, really, yeah. 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 How did, yeah. How did he do? Just really like, how did he do? I'll, I'll tell you in thirty seconds how a lesson would go. I would be like, "Hey, we're gonna try this thing today," and we would try that thing for about ten seconds, and then he would just like jam, just jam around the drums. And he was too short to like sit on the the um stool and actually reach the bass drum so it was just a lot of jamming on cymbals and snares and toms um and that would go on for another couple minutes and i'd be like okay okay let's try this other thing and we would try that for about 20 seconds and then just some more jamming so 
it, it was and cool though. I, like over time, I could definitely tell some of the patterns were like getting into his head because he would use them as a part of his jamming time. But um, mostly it was chaos. Mostly chaos. Mostly chaos. Yeah. I would have wanted to watch that. Yeah. yeah. Like just myself. I really want to do that for like online courses and things like that because I really want to teach other people how to teach music lessons. And I think mm -hmm. having like here's an actual 30 minute drum lesson with someone who's, you know, four or five, six years old, just so people can see like, oh, OK, it really should go like that. And that's a good thing. Yeah, what to expect. Yeah. 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 Am I doing this right? Should this five year old be uh, be playing better why, yet? Why are they yelling at me? What game is yeah. this? <laughs> We, um, one of my daughters, um, plays, well, attempted to play the guitar, but she took guitar lessons. Uh -huh. It was probably like, like on a music, like as a parent, I'm like, this is cute. Like, I love it. I'm great. Like I took a video of it, mm -hmm. took her 15 minutes to play a song that should have taken three, oh, cool. you know, like, but like she was up on stage with her instructor, like playing a song. Right. And it like, like looking back at it, it's great. I, I, and I, I've never been that person because walking away, I was like, this was horrible. <laughs> this is agony. I'm glad she's my kid because she's the best, you know, but looking back on it, we, we were going through old videos yesterday and it was pretty awesome to, to watch. Yeah. So from a parent standpoint, like we appreciate it. So Sure, sure. So, can you no tell one else when, may appreciate it. when it's gonna stick with a kid and when it's not? Can, can do you see that kind of like spark of like, oh wow, I really love this? That's such a good question. I didn't know I was gonna be interviewed today. I'm just kidding. No, that's that's a great question. Um, I have a very different mentality about that than a lot of other teachers, and I just don't see things that way necessarily. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, and I'm not just trying to be, <laughs> you know the the anti whatever of that kind of question. But um, I just think fostering something like that takes so much time. And yeah. seeing the, uh, seeing the spark of it, I, th I think it does happen, but like, I, I never, I never dismiss it in anyone. I know you're not saying that necessarily, but, um, but I think it is easy to dismiss after a couple lessons where it's like, oh, they're really not getting this. To me, that just becomes a game of like, what do they really like about it though? And then try and like push in that direction. So my terrible answer to your simple question is, <laughs> I think everyone has it in them. Cool, so, yeah. Yeah, it, it just depends on like how it's fostered and find, yeah, finding, yeah. finding the right angle with it, so. Yeah, I, I've started, um some like nighttime uh, sleep meditations sure. with the boys. Um, and it's been awesome, but I realized a couple days into it that I was getting frustrated that they weren't being still like from the get go. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, Oh, if I force them to be still right now so that they do this thing, there's no chance that it's going to, they're going to like it. Right. You know, they're not gonna be like, Hey, can we do that thing again to tonight? You know? Um, and so trying to approach things in a way that's just encouraging the things that they like yeah, yeah. and not not getting too hung up on on what they don't love about something. I, I like that approach. That's cool. Yeah. 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 The whole standardized testing sucks. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so staying away from that as much as possible. 
Um, hey, I've got a question about music lessons. By the way, first of all, we need to plug your studio just really quickly because we haven't done that. Studio plug. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll post about it. If anyone's looking for music lessons, I'm doing them online and it's super fun. I already did a shameless plug of the food truck on a comment just a minute ago. So um, somebody asked about it. Um, but um, do, you, do you know who Kobe Bryant is before I start this? He's an athlete that died in January Dude, in a helicopter crash. Are you asking me or Taylor? You. I have, <laughs> you, not Taylor. I have so many Kobe Bryant basketball cards, it's not even funny. Are you serious? Yeah, we need to talk about it sometime. Okay. First of all, I'll buy all of them for $5 a card. Uh -huh. um, so, uh, but, it, you know, something I, I, I listened to, like, one of his speeches, and what he was talking about was when he played basketball, mm -hmm. that he was actually one of the worst players when he was 13 years old. Oh, wow. And in, but what, what happened was is he was playing all these guys that all they did was work on what they were good at. Hmm. And he worked on what he was bad at. Ooh. Mm -hmm because he already knew that he had that skill. So he would work on, let's say an 18 foot jumper. He would work on an 18 foot turnaround jumper until he got it perfect and then go to the next thing and go, then go to the next thing. And what he found out is that, and I don't know if this is the same with music. That's why I'm asking you Yeah, is that the guys that were good at it, he eventually got way better than them because all they did was what the two things that they were good at mm -hmm instead of figuring out how to be better at what he was not good at. Is that, is that kind of how it works in music? I know it works that way in food. I, yeah, I'll tell you that sure, right now. Sure. Like if you're bad at cutting things, get a knife, practice, practice, practice. Right. Right. I'm imagining it's the same with coffee. Mm -hmm. If you're really bad at a specific roast, because they're all different. I've done a little reading on it. Like I've never actually personally done it. So I kind of want to come and like hang out with your roaster and actually like eat, watch and help and all that other stuff. I'll do my best to keep my hands behind my back and not put, put myself into the situation. Um, but is, is that kind of what it's like with music? Like I, you'd have to name something specific for me because I don't really know what goes into it. I just know yeah, how to I listen would, to I mean, it. I would say like, the way that you practice is probably the most important thing um, to, to that angle. If you, if you practiced like an ACDC song and just played mm -hmm. it over and over for 30 minutes, obviously you're going to get good at that one thing. Um, but then at the same time, the way you're practicing within that 30 minutes for that one thing can really affect like everything else that you do. So simple answer to your question would be yes. It's it's definitely a one-to-one -one kind of thing there. But um, to take it more toward the cooking thing, like I'm not good with a knife um, and I don't work on it. So like I cut an onion the same way every time and it's the same wrong way every time. So I'm really good at doing it that one incorrect way. So Do you cut it... Do you cut it like with the ring so you have like small pieces and big pieces? Sure, I guess. See, I don't even know. Like, I don't even Please. remember. <laughs> as much of a detail oriented uh, person as I am, like, cutting an onion is not we, one of the details that I think of. We, we, we watched an Epicurious video last night, uh -huh. and a guy cut the onions for onion rings with the skin on so, <laughs> so that he could. So he could maintain the shape of the onion for the longest time. Good for him. 
Uh, Taylor, <laughs> he was like the level one, like I never cook ever. Right. Like it's 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 the three levels of chefs and how they would do things. He was like, he was like, yeah, I didn't make sauces. I went to the store and bought some ketchup. <laughs> he was just flat out. But he left the rings on, and he like you could tell it was such a made up answer. Right. He was right. like, I did it to uh, maintain shape. Love it. So Taylor, since you're since you're on this podcast with Music Guy and Food Guy, what have you been listening to and what have you been cooking or eating recently? Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, I'm, I'm excited to listen to all of the new Fiona Apple. I've heard um, she, great things. Yes, I've, I've listened to a, a few so far and uh, she's always been my favorite. I, I can just like put I, that... Uh, Spotify thing that showed you how many times you listen to a song. I think I had like 15 hours of Whoa. just Fiona Apple. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's she's my jam. So uh, definitely her, and I'm excited to to dig deeper into that. What have I been eating? Um, I I've been really craving a lot of pad Thai lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had that several times, like quick ones, and gone to uh, pick up from different restaurants um and i'm I'm excited to kind of find some recipes and figure out the best way to make some of those sauces yeah experience that because that's that's definitely one of my favorites yeah for sure Uh, that's something i'm really bad at is cooking rice noodles consistently every Mm -hmm. time because i do Mm -hmm. make i have one pad thai recipe that turns out really really nicely about 70 percent of the time (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> the sauce is good but the noodles i'm just like i i should research this more but sometimes they're way too sticky and sometimes they're like perfect so i showed the boys the the spaghetti throw it on the the wall trick the other day and we ended up throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall I, I threw it on one of my kids. Like as it, was, it was cool. And they were like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm throwing it against a dull surface. <laughs> Did they, enjoy they it? didn't get it and walked on, but everybody else laughed. I was like, this is great. This is great. I'm, I don't know. Uh, yours are three and five. So I don't know if you're at the point of roasting them on a daily basis, but I am, I, I definitely, the 13 year old is like, she's my number one target. So, <laughs> Now I'm really careful. Like, I, like she's a girl, so I don't, I don't go too far, and because of emotions and self worth and image and all that. So I, we're really cautious about that. However, she still my favorite story to this day is that she thought her shoes were Adidas, as in plural, and that each one was an Adidas. And it is, she's like, I'm looking for my Adida. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we let it go for like a year. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> just so we can laugh behind her back. Totally. And then we finally told her, cause we we're like, you're going to public school and we don't want you to get right. <laughs> like, <laughs> kids are mean. I mean, I like that Adida and Adidas. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I love little words. We're still in that phase of like, um, calling different like Griffin, my three-year-old, I think he he still calls zebras uh, like, like Z zebies, and I think we there was like Zza for a while, and 
I, I just want some of those things to, to stick around because they're so adorable and they're they're really way more accurate than uh, than what the real word is a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that makes way more sense. It way definitely should be called that. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the youngest girl, um, and I'm not trying to talk about Tiger King. I'm really not. But she doesn't call she doesn't call her Carol Baskin. She calls it Carol Baskets. Carol Baskets, <laughs> yes. But... But she's been referring to her bed as a Carol Basket. A oh Carol Basket. <laughs> she also, what did she say the other day? That was, oh no, it was me. Uh, so I can't say Ed Sheeran's name right, Sharon, Ed, Sheeran. Sheeran. So I just, so I keep calling him Ed Sheeran, like it's Ed and Sharon. <laughs> I can barely so. handle that right now, just for the record. But I mean, in all honesty, I still listen to all of his song except for the last fifteen seconds and go to the next one still. Perfect. So perfect. I'm just trying to trigger Asher at this point. I think it's it's eight fifty three in the morning. This is the trigger Asher with every bad musical comment that I can make. It's okay. I told you Lindsay does that too, right? No. Yeah, she'll just well, she'll just skip through. Like if we're if we're on a road trip or something, she's DJ, she'll just like 20 seconds of the song plays and she's like nah I'm sick of it next one oh (laughs) does she do it because she actually wants to go to the next song or is she really just trying to get at you it's it's gotta be both okay it's gotta be both um yeah yeah. love it I love it um there were a couple other things I was gonna ask you Taylor um just in our current climate we're we're trying not to talk too much about it and just stay positive with everything but yeah. um do you have any favorite adult beverages of the moment mm. um we've been drinking a lot of trulies honestly that that's been our our go-to yeah. they're just so delicious and and easy to drink yeah. and remind you of summertime um been been putting those in orange juice and making like a Whoa. like a beer mosa and it's excellent yeah, right. It's a great um, idea. So, start your Monday that way. <laughs> here, in, here in six minutes, it's time for truly. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys excited? Like, what do you feel like is going to be a, a positive outcome of, of all of this? I I'll I'll speak personally first. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, just going to going to the online platform has been really cool. Um because I didn't think I would keep as many students around or that it would work very well. Um, but kind of figuring that out was just really cool for like in the future, I could teach someone who's in like Montana if they happened upon my website or something. So that's really exciting. Um, man, just the, the community in the music world too, like within the past two weeks, everyone I know that I've played music with in the past, has been like, hey, let's start collaborating on stuff. Like it was two or three weeks of, oh my gosh, this sucks. Like there's no shows to play. We don't get to get together and rehearse and like write new things. And then after that sort of wore off, it was like, okay, let's let's start getting busy and writing some music. So I love it. Yeah. What do you think, Paul? Um, you, you know, work-wise, uh, you know, our main our main business is the food truck, which yeah. we are we're, we're already set up to do everything that's going on. Um, 
Um, mine is more not to go on a deep level, but more of a self-evaluation. Um, uh, Asher knows this and obviously we've just met. I am a like super capitalist. Like I, um, but it's more of the, it's just not worth it anymore. And, And that's just being, you know, because in order to build big things, you have to put in a lot of hours. Um, and it, it's kind of like what's more important, having a better, bigger family. And I don't mean bigger because we don't need any more. Um, <laughs> so There's one more. You don't know. That. We, we have we have seven. Oh, I, so, I yeah. Well, and um, there's one of them. There's one of them. But a better, bigger impact and lasting impact at home. Because what really matters? I, I mean, and and I think I honestly think a lot of people are trying to are shifting their heads into this. Because um, there are definitely people that aren't, and they're going to make giant empires and just you know, I mean, when you they're going to take this as an opportunity to grow whatever is important to them, and you know, something is, and there's nothing wrong with that being important to you. I, yeah. Like I'm not trying to take away from that. This is just more self evaluation. It was you know when I was getting the truck ready to go out this week, which took, you know, a couple of days, even though everything's good and, you know, still you've got to go buy product. We threw everything away. Like mm-hmm. it's starting over, wow. um, which is, which is, yeah, everything. I mean, from vinegars to salt and peppers, everything uh, we started over. Um, it's, it, it, there was kind of a look from the kids at one point of like, Oh no, he's leaving, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just was like, yeah. All right, guys, but I'm not working these two days, these two, three days for sure. And I'm only going to do this at night and not during the day. And it was, but at night, that's when we sit and have dinner. And it was like, oh man, but this is when I have to go out. You know, it's like one of those, you have to do yeah. it. And, and, you know, and it's a real about, you know, it's a real honest conversation at that point. But, you know, I personally need to go, wait a minute how hard because i'm an all-in or all-out person mm-hmm. and i know that and, and you know and, and when you know that about yourself it's easy to fix that fix that thing and you know i just don't want to miss out i, yeah. I really i just don't want to miss it i don't want to miss the special times that we've had over the past four or five weeks of you know the laughter and the fun and the you know and we've gone really positive like we haven't spoken about um, you know, we've spoken about finances with our kids, definitely, um, about, you know, why, why it's important to save and why, you know, why, and we, and we are naturally, and we tend to save anyway. So we were okay financially through this, but it was like, Hey, these are the reasons why, and this is why people are panicking. It's not because they're bad people. It's not because they're bad planners. It's just because this is real. This is real. But and when you get down to, you know, people weren't weren't upset on the financial side. And and I'll just say they weren't concerned with, um, you know, stuff they're getting or lessons or soccer practice or anything like that. They were concerned with paying their bills Mm -hmm. and buying food. And that's when it became real. Hey, baby, I love your dancing, but can you just wait just a little bit? All right. Hey, also cheetah stripe leggings, beautiful. Bob. So, um, <laughs> um, 
Um, but um, <laughs> know what I'm getting with my stimulus money now. No, but I mean, like, and yeah, and that's like, the thing is we, <clears throat> and we got we got a little bit of the stimulus, right? Right. And because and whatever, but I'm like, I'm gonna buy a drone, right? <laughs> I really want to buy a drone, and. And, you know, one of the comments from one of my friends was, oh, you know, that's not what it's for. And I'm like, no, that's what it's for for me. Like, and seriously, take care of your home. Make sure you're good. Support the community. If you're doing those things already, then, yes, it's just a bonus to me. Like, just go out and do whatever with it. But, you know, I mean, nightly Jeopardy watching, being able, you know, to feed the baby. And those are the things that mean something. Yeah. So what do you? What are your practical, like logistical things that you're going to do to so, try and maintain some of that? So it's, part it, of I mean, it's so easy to fall back into the old right, habit. It is. So part of what mine is, is that I have to let go of trust. So I just basically have to trust people to operate. Yeah. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is to be willing to not have as large of an income in order to pay somebody yeah. to do it. And, and, and that's where you have to go. All right. Is the money you're spending worth it? It, it? Can you do it first? Like that has to be answered. Obviously in a business sense, can you, can you do it? Right. Mm-hmm. And if you could, you know, if you're, if you're making a hundred grand a year, right. And, and I'm throwing numbers out just because it's easy percentage. If you're making a hundred grand a year and somebody will do your job for 40, well, can you lessen your expenses, live on 60 Mm-hmm. And be able and and spend more time at that's what that's the the my light almost fell again. <laughs> that is well, the that is the um that's the real conversation mm-hmm. of you know like can I teach a guy that doesn't have the same family structure or a girl that doesn't have the same family structure that I do that that is not what is the most important and the elite thing in their life right what and it sounds bad to say what can i get them for what can i pay them that's an appropriate responsible adequate amount for them to do even half of what i do yeah so that i can take that time and plug it and i think a lot of times as an entrepreneur especially serial entrepreneurs what you do is you figure out that you have more time and then instead of going oh i have more time and i can go home and spend more time at home they go i have more time what else can i start yeah like right. work right that is me in a nutshell. And, and again, we've always talked about being transparent on this, you know, I've, and Asher and I have talked, you know, I've got some, something written I'll I'll put out probably tomorrow or the next day after I look at it, but it is, don't be at the gate ready to go. And I think I mentioned it earlier. It's just really been on my heart. Like, you know, like these guys that are ready to just jump into and 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 I'm not and the reason I keep saying guys is is because it's typically a male thing and that's just me you know calling a spade a spade is that they want to get into I'm ready to go back to work so bad hmm. well don't be ready to go back to work so bad that you miss your family yeah you know right. and you know I mean I love I've talked to corporate people like um, a couple of CEOs and that are that have sent their people home to to do work from home and they've actually had better productivity since people have been home, even though the hours have been shorter, they've had more work done in less amount of time. That's awesome. 
And the conversation is, all right, well, if we help them set up a home office, we can actually take that expense of running a corporate office into helping them build a home office at their home. And now they're they're at home because a lot of, you know, missing out at home actually is the commute. I mean, you look at two hours a day, you look at all those things. So I know I went on a tangent about being at home, but I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's awesome. Now there there are days where we're like we need to get away from each other. <laughs> let's let's be honest. But for the most part, it's been it's been really awesome. So I that's kind of where I'm going. Yeah. I don't even know if I answered the question honestly. <laughs> I think you got it. It was in there somewhere. Well, um, Taylor, to to end things here, um, how would you answer that question? And please please plug Golden Roast as much as possible. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think having uh, two boys and uh, being home with them as much, I'm in the same boat of just really trying to find ways to work smarter, not harder. And, um, you know, I, I was definitely somebody that I, I just throw myself all in. And um, I was finding that I was just at like at the end of the day, I was coming home and just didn't have the, the same energy to um, kind of deal with their end of day stuff. And, uh, so now I want to, um, I think for me, it's going to be more about, um, planning ahead and looking at my, looking at my time, um, more efficiently and seeing where I can do things ahead of time and be more prepared so that I'm not just, at you know throwing it all together last minute um so that i can really have that time like at five o'clock i'm going to be going home and i'm going to be spending this time and being way more mindful about that experience with them than i was before um yeah i'm just i'm excited to try and integrate a lot of the practices that i've had um with meditation and and exercise and all that and maintain it as we open back up and you know get get some normalcy back in our lives yeah for sure yeah Yeah, i'm i'm pretty excited about that and and i think um for me like Lindsay was writing her dissertation for the first few weeks of the quarantine which was i mean she i keep making making the joke she would have been quarantined anyway but then for her coming out of that it's like we we built things with Legos for like two hours last night, and it's like, oh, yeah. this is this is great. We could we could maybe just stay here. <laughs> yeah, it is. I I think there's so many people that are just like, wow, this is awesome. How do we do this more? Yeah, you know, exactly. So cool to see. Exactly. Yeah, cool. Well, um, thank you so much for for talking with us, and it it has been great having another coffee person on. Uh, yeah. Since we are eight a.m. coffee. Um, what? Get you guys some coffee. So I'm throw you some yes. your yeah. favorite uh, roast, and I will send them your way. Cool, that would be awesome. I need you to grind it for me. I will grind it for you. <laughs> I will. I will only throw in a few spices. Perfect. Perfect. Just a lot of cayenne. Um. Yeah, and people can buy things on the website, right? Yeah. Cool. TGI roast, and we've started our um our online ordering you don't have to do it that way but it is definitely convenient and easy and then you you can select a window of time to come pick it up and it'll be ready for you and you know we'll do the whole like here's your here's your stuff from six feet away and 
I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> I imagine it's like an inspector gadget arm that sort of just like hands. It, it feels person. like that. Yeah. 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 We've we are fortunate enough that we had a window kind of ready for this setup. So we just had um, Tito, that that woodworking person, uh, make us like a makeshift shelf to just insert into the window. Awesome. And so, so far, we have like a door, like an actual doorbell on the side of the window and people push that. And I'm like pushing up the window. I'm like, hello, <laughs> here's your coffee. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It's, yeah. It's great. yeah. yeah. I, I hope we keep it. I think, I think it's, we're going to keep it around for a while. Sure. Is it like a basement window? Sorry. Like, is it, it like one of the, like the half super like a basement window? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That, le- that makes me think of, a, I had a friend that lived in a, on the, in his parents' house, he lived in the the bottom half of a, a split foyer, and he got busted so many times crawling onto his porch because right. his parents used to go outside out front and, like, hang out as a married couple, and he'd, like, crawl out and be like, uh, I was just checking things out and, like, crawl back <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> right, right. Cool. Well, Taylor, again, thanks so much for joining us, and we will, we'll be tuning back in tomorrow morning. Awesome. See ya. It's over. It's over.